Hey guys, and welcome back to my podcast. It's Zachary Reality. I hope you're all having a fabulous Tuesday. I have been working all morning and every single day, even though I work from home, I always take time to go outside and get sun. Like I'll literally sit in the sun for like 20, 30 minutes in between breaks. And right now I am on my lunch break. Oh my God. I'm like making my own schedule, but I'm making mac and cheese. I'm going to go to the bank, do some more work in the afternoon. And I wanted to upload a new podcast because I've been posting every day on YouTube this week, um, as in three videos so far on Tuesday. So I decided that because so many people love listening, like audio, Spotify, Apple, it just makes sense to put my YouTube videos together, the last three videos into a podcast and just upload it so you guys could listen on audio. So that is exactly what I'm doing. So if there is a little weird context things, or if I'm like repeating things, um, it's just because all of these videos are separate and they're on YouTube. So the first video will be talking about Bachelor in Paradise speculation and some things I heard since filming just wrapped and the new season will Will be airing in September. So these are like some spoilers, but nothing crazy. I'm not telling you who's with who. It's really just speculation and some cast confirmations. The next video is talking about The Bachelorette, the premiere episode, Claim to Fame, as well as The Bachelor Nation changes in the podcasting world with Joe and Serena taking over. And then the third video is actually an interview with Carly Reeves. So if you guys missed Claim to Fame last night, Carly um, spoiler alert, she was the first person eliminated, her uncle is Tom Hanks, and she had a meltdown, and me and Carly are actually friends, so I was like, Carly, you need to just come on my podcast, my channel, let's talk about what happened, she was game, and she came on, so that will be the third video, so I did cut the beginning and the ends, where I'm, like, telling my YouTube subscribers to subscribe, um, but just in case there is a couple things where it's like, is this out of context, just know, it's three YouTube videos back-to-back, and and then me adding in this intro. So I hope you guys enjoy um, listening to me chat about all the Bachelor Nation news and my interview with Carly, which comes on about halfway through this podcast. If you already watch the YouTube videos, um, you know, there you might want to skip through or whatever. I don't know. But enjoy listening and please rate this podcast five stars and leave a review if you guys have not already. And um, enjoy. That's really it. Okay. Have a great day, guys. Okay, let's talk Bachelor in Paradise because yesterday I posted a rumored cast list. So I definitely got some confirmation that a lot of people went to the beach. However, I don't know exactly everything that went down. So a lot of what I'm going to say is some speculation, but it'll be fun to kind of predict what you know we think went down based on social media, based on some of the things that we've all heard. So let's talk about it. Um, we did another video about Paradise a few weeks ago when they were just leaving, but now everyone is back from filming and we got to just talk about who possibly was there. So I was very shocked to hear that Eliza went back to the beach. I don't know if you guys remember her from Clayton's season. She went to Paradise last year and she had a love triangle with Justin and Rodney. And she was so frustrating to watch because she couldn't make up her mind and she was going back and forth. And they even had to like follow a camera crew to Baltimore because after she picked Rodney, she broke up with Rodney and then wanted Justin back. So Eliza was just so much to watch last season. It was definitely frustrating to watch her. So I was shocked to hear that she came back, but maybe she wanted a redemption story 
story. Maybe she wanted to kind of find love, right? Isn't that why everyone goes to Mexico? Um, also, we know that Rachel Recchio went to the beach. I got full confirmation she was there. And even more confirmation is that she just posted a TikTok with Jess, who was from Zach season. Welcome back, Queen Serena. She just went, got back from the beach as well. And they kind of made that clear when they posted a TikTok together. They look really happy. So maybe they got engaged um, to who? Um, we know that some of Rachel's exes are on the beach. I have been told that Avon went to the beach as well as Tyler Norris. So do we think she possibly rekindled things with one of them? Or do we think Rachel maybe dated one of the guys from charity season or Blake Moynes? We know he went to the beach as well. I think the power couple would be Blake Moynes and Rachel. But what if she rekindled things with Avon? Do you guys not remember what happened on The Bachelorette? For some reason, Rachel Recchia picked Tino. It all blew up in her face. She, you know, gave the ring back. And that was a whole thing. Um, no, Tino did not go to the beach, but Rachel, she wanted another chance at love. And she finds herself back in Mexico with Avon, who she dumped. And then Avon shows up to After the Final Rose to kind of give Rachel that happy ending. Apparently, you know, the show wanted us to think that maybe they were going to give it another try. Could Rachel and Avon give it another try in paradise? I don't know. I definitely heard that Avon and Kylie were hitting things off. Kylie was from Zach's season as well. She didn't get a lot of airtime. So a lot of these girls from Zach's season, like Brooklyn and Davia and, you know, Jess and Mercedes and Olivia L who went home really early. Um, you know, we didn't get to know too much of them on Zach's season. So they're going to be taken over the beach. We have Kat who went as well. Kat Izzo. Greer went to Bachelor in Paradise. Kylie, Jess, Greer, you guys get the gist. There's a bunch of them. So we'll get to know them a lot better. But I definitely heard that Avon and Kylie were hitting things off. So I would definitely be shocked if Avon and Rachel got back together. I don't think that's going to happen. But I would like to see them go on a date and maybe even kiss. And then there could be like a love triangle. Um, but Tyler Norris, he also had a relationship with Rachel on her season. He got fourth place. So could Tyler and Rachel have rekindled things? I don't know. Um, I definitely don't think that Tyler got engaged. I think that he has been back a few days where I think that like Jess and Kylie and Avon maybe just got back a couple days ago. I know Rachel posted a little bit on her Instagram story while she was potentially in paradise. So maybe she did end up leaving earlier and didn't go all the way to the end. Or maybe somebody was doing her Instagram for her. I do not believe that any of Rachel's friends went. I don't believe Gabby Wendy went. I don't believe Genevieve went back. And I don't believe Michelle Young went. So they aren't going to be there. Um, but... It seems like we do have a pretty decent cast list full of very interesting people. Um, I do think Nate went to the beach. I really do. Single father, you guys remember him from Gabby's season. And I thought Spencer went too. I think it's possible we see Spencer there and Jordan V. I don't know if you guys remember Jordan V, but I think he went to the beach as well. I would like to see him there. A lot of girls were like obsessed with him when he was on Rachel's season, but then Rachel sent him home so early. I feel like he ended up going and I think a lot of people are going to love seeing him there. Clayton, we know he didn't end up going. Susie didn't end up going. None of those guys from like the past season ended up going back. I don't believe Johnny went back. Justin didn't go back. Andrew didn't go back. Um... Rodney didn't go back. Nate never ended up going from Michelle Young's ex. 
So it would have been so much fun to see all of them there as well. But I heard it's a lot of people who were early eliminations, a lot of Zach's girls. We could also expect five to six, maybe even seven guys from charity season of The Bachelorette, which I just told you guys premieres tonight. So there's really no need to like go over which guys could potentially be there because we don't even know any of their names yet. But we'll start learning them tonight because it's on at nine o'clock um, PST. So I will definitely give you guys some recaps in the morning. And the reason why it's on so late is because there is another season of Claim to Fame that is going to be on. This is season two. So Franklin Jonas or Frankie Jonas and Kevin Jonas are the hosts of this show. And basically there's 12 contestants and they have to like guess who whose family member is famous. They're all they all have famous parents or famous relatives or famous people in their life and everyone has to like figure out how who their famous relative is because you like give clues so I don't really know the exact format of the show because I didn't really watch season one but I think I'm gonna check it out tonight my friend Carly who I know she lives in West Hollywood I've known her for years she is on claim to fame and it's funny because she was telling me that she was going to be on the show a few weeks ago when I ran into her, but she didn't tell me who her famous relative was or she might have told me before but I was like you know what just don't tell me let me watch the show and I'll figure it out um, but I know she has like a famous relative. So I'm excited to watch her and support her. And I'm excited for charity season of The Bachelorette. I think that it will be good. I mean, obviously I'm more excited about Paradise and I think we all are, but in order to get to Paradise, we have to get through charity season. So we'll be watching the season. We'll be covering it and we'll see if it gets good. Um, two people who will not be watching this season are Thomas Jacobs and Becca Kufrin. Look at what they had to say about why they are not watching the season. Since there's been any recordings or since I've even talked about it, um, it's just time for some different things, but I will forever be so grateful and thankful for all of the fans and listeners out there. I mean, I've worked on Happy Hour for three plus years through COVID, through some crazy life transitions and big moves and touring um it got me through all of that and i couldn't have done it without all of you incredible listeners so thank you for tuning in and standing by me and for all of the support for throughout the past couple of years it means the world without saying too much i'm not exactly thrilled with some of the decisions and directions that have been going on behind the scenes over the last last several months so i probably will not be tuning in and then at the same time, I've actually only watched Bachelor in Paradise, um, so I don't, I don't see that, I don't see that trend breaking on this one. But Charity, I wish you the best of luck. I hope you find happiness and love, and I hope that's continuing for you today. So, go get him, Tiger. Yeah. So it seems like all the Bachelor themed podcasts have come to an end. Bachelor Happy Hour. I also heard that Clickbait is done, and then we know their third podcast was Talking It Out with Brian and Mike, and that ended last year. So there's no more Bachelor-themed podcasts, which will definitely make things a little interesting because usually the contestants will go on the podcast and we'll get to hear more about like what happened on the show. Um, but I guess they probably will be on like a press hold and we'll hear all the guys talk at the hotel all, which is fine. I don't really care that much. Um, I'm not really going to miss the Bachelor-themed podcast too much, but they definitely got a lot of exclusive interviews. So that's always good to kind of hear more context about what happens on the shows. But the podcasts are gone. The podcasts are no more. And Becca and Thomas are taking a step back from the franchise, which is probably what's best for them since they're about to have a baby. 
any day now. So let me know what you guys think happened in Bachelor in Paradise. Who do you guys think got engaged? Feel free to leave any speculation or spoilers or rumor contestants in the comments down below. And good morning, everybody. Welcome back to my channel and happy Tuesday. Today, we're going to be talking about the breaking Bachelor Nation news of Joe and Serena taking over the Bachelor Happy Hour podcast. A little bit of claim to fame thoughts and commentary. And of course, let's chat about Charity's season of The Bachelorette. Episode one was last night and we got to talk a little bit about it. Let's get right into The Bachelor Nation news. And I figured we start off with The Bachelor Nation podcast news because yesterday, Bachelor Happy Hour put on their Instagram that there was a big announcement coming soon and there was a little clip that they released on their podcast. Okay, so not only did Becca leave Bachelor Happy Hour, but Michelle is leaving Bachelor Happy Hour too. The podcast announced in a short clip that this is the last Bachelor podcast there is, so clickbait is canceled, and that there's going to be two new hosts moving forward. And Bachelor Happy Hour is the one and only official podcast to the hit reality show. And this season, two new hosts will be taking the reins and putting Charity's men in the hot seat. They'll have exclusive interviews with we have no idea who the two new hosts are, but I want to know your predictions in the comments below. So with this recent clip, it was clear that there was going to be two new hosts taking over the Bachelor Happy Hour podcast and that all the other Bachelor official themed podcasts were leaving. We already know Talking It Out left last year, but this also means that it is the end of Clickbait, which was formerly hosted by Grocery Store Joe. He was hosting with Natasha for a while, also Tia. That podcast also started off with Tasha, and it started off with... And then who else was on it? Hannah Ann was on it. But Bachelor Happy Hour, now this was hosted by Becca Kufrin and Michelle Young for the past year. Before it was Michelle, I don't even remember who it was. Serena P was doing it for a bit. Catherine, Rachel Lindsay did it for a while. Ali Fedotowski started it with Rachel Lindsay. But Becca has been doing it for so long. So this is major breaking news and changes for the official Bachelor podcast. And they said that they were going to be giving us two new hosts. And they are Joe and Serena, who seem to be a staple in Bachelor Nation. And they've been working with the franchise for a long time, especially Joe. Did you guys catch that commercial they were on last night? Maybelline? I think they did another commercial with Maybelline last year. So this is big breaking news. There's going to be one official Bachelor podcast, and they're going to be interviewing contestants throughout the season and cover. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Bring the show. And they moved Joe from clickbait to happy hour. And I think they wanted him to host it with Serena because they are a happily engaged, soon to be married couple who is, you know, from Bachelor Nation. Joe's been working with Bachelor, as I mentioned, for a long time. So 
they picked Joe and they picked Serena, who are getting married in August. But what does this mean for Becca and Michelle? We saw Becca post on her Instagram yesterday or the day before when asked about it. And she said she was going in a different direction. And then Thomas made a video as well. Now, I already played these on my channel yesterday, but for context, let me just put the clip in again. Since there's been any recordings or since I've even talked about it, um, it's just time for some different things. But I will forever be so grateful and thankful for all of the fans and listeners out there. I mean, I've worked on happy hour for three plus years through COVID, through some crazy life transitions and big moves and touring. Um, it got me through all of that. And I couldn't have done it without all of you incredible listeners. So thank you for tuning in and standing by me and for all of the support for, throughout the past couple of years. It means the world. Without saying too much, I'm not exactly thrilled with some of the decisions and directions that have been going on behind the scenes over the last last several months, so I probably will not be tuning in. And then at the same time, I've actually only watched Bachelor in Paradise. Um, so I don't I don't see that I don't see that trend breaking on this one. But charity, I wish you the best of luck. I hope you find happiness and love. So Thomas seemed to be upset. Thomas seemed to be a little mad because he did comment because he did comment under a Bachelor Happy Hour post. Now somebody said, "Wishing Becca and Michelle could have said goodbye, especially since Becca has been doing the podcast for so long, hoping they get to introduce the new host for a goodbye moment or something." Thomas replied, "We would have liked that too." Now Katie Thurston also replied on Game of Roses Instagram and said, "How sad to not even let the girls say bye or thank them for their time as previous hosts." which Game of Roses replied, especially Becca in particular, who had been with the podcast for three years. I mean, Becca's been a huge part of Bachelor Nation. She was holding down the fort of that podcast. She hosted their live tours. Like, why is there something sour going on here? Why doesn't Becca get to say goodbye if that's what she wanted? It definitely seemed like Michelle was done. I feel like she signed a year contract with that podcast. It seemed like she, you know, mentioned multiple times that she kind of had some issues with the franchise. So I really feel like Michelle is fine with this. But what's going on with Becca? Like, did she want to leave? We know her and Thomas are about to have a baby. They're probably so excited to start the next chapter of their lives. We're so happy for them. They're also a bachelor couple who met on Paradise. But why does there have to be this, like, tension? Why couldn't the show maybe, you know, give them a proper goodbye or you know, have them on for an episode to just like, you know, smooth over the transition. Like, why is it so cut and dry? Why is it so icky? Why are Becca and Thomas feeling upset? We don't know. You know, did Becca say that she wanted to quit? Did she say she was going to go on maternity leave for a few months? Why wasn't Becca going to host it with Grocery Store Joe? You know, that could have made sense as well. So there seems to be a lot of questions up in the air. Becca has not been too vocal about it, but Thomas, you know, that's her life partner. So of course, he's going to get very defensive for his woman. So there's probably more to the story here and maybe we'll hear about it in the next few weeks. Maybe we'll get more information. Maybe we'll hear more about this as the day goes on or as the week goes on, but there's definitely something icky. Did Becca want to quit? Did they fire her? Not sure. So let me know what your thoughts are down below on the changes with the Bachelor themed podcasts. I'm kind of indifferent about it. I mean, I definitely feel bad if Becca and Thomas feel slighted. Um, but for me, I really will only listen to that podcast if I need to hear an interview to recap it on my channel and to give thoughts and just to stay in the know. It's not like a podcast I'm listening to for 
fun. So um, yeah, what do you guys think about that? Um, let's move over to Claim to Fame for a second, because as I mentioned yesterday, I was going to check it out for the first time because I didn't know much about it from season one. And I actually think it was a really good marketing tool by ABC to move Claim to Fame to 8 p.m. Because the issue was they're tr they were last season, it was on at 10 p.m. right after The Bachelorette. Most fans are already turning off their TVs, going to social media, going to sleep to talk about Bachelor. If Claim to Fame and ABC was trying to take the audience from The Bachelor and be and convert them to Claim of Fame fans, then now it makes sense. And now I understand why they put it on an hour before The Bachelorette, because it actually worked for me. I actually checked it out when I really didn't check it out last season. So great marketing tool by ABC. And I really liked the show. I thought it was great. So Kevin Jonas and Franklin Jonas, Frankie Jonas, they're the two hosts. And there are 12 contestants who have a famous relative. And all the contestants are going to try and figure out whose relative is famous. And if they're able to guess it, then that person who, you know, gets exposed for their relative will be eliminated. And if they get it wrong, then they will go home. Throughout the episodes, they're also giving clues. There's different challenges to allude to who your famous relative is. And there also seems to be some alliances and there potentially could be some drama. So I really hope that there becomes more alliances and more drama throughout the show. I really liked it. Um, I didn't pay attention the whole time because I was eating dinner and like kind of doing stuff, but I caught most of it and I thought it was great. So I definitely will be checking it out throughout the season and probably giving a few of my thoughts throughout the season in these Bachelorette recaps because we're going to be doing these videos every single Tuesday here on my channel. So make sure you guys are subscribed. Do not forget to subscribe. We'll be doing episode recaps of charity season every single week. They'll be up on Tuesdays. They'll probably be just me, but maybe I'll have some people on throughout the season to discuss it. And they won't be too long either. I don't really care to go over every single detail. Um, so that's what I love about these YouTube videos. I like to make them super quick, but let's get back to claim to fame because Carly was eliminated. See you go, but it's time for you to say goodbye to your fellow players. Carly, my friend Carly. I told you guys I knew Carly yesterday and she told me she was going to be on this show, but I didn't remember who her famous relative was or if she ever even told me, but it ended up being Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is Carly's uncle and she was exposed at the end of the episode for... Tom Hanks being her uncle and she was eliminated and she was pissed and she threw a meltdown and she was so, so sad and upset. She was screaming that she wanted more camera time and that this was um, an outrage and that the guy who, you know, picked her blindsided her because she tried to help him. So she was really shocked by that. And I can understand Carly's reaction. Listen, I know Carly. I know she's dramatic and quirky and she was so upset and she was emotional. I mean, this was her chance on this show and she was eliminated first and she was blindsided by her friends. So I think she was just, you know, giving a reaction. And I think that's just sometimes what happens when you get eliminated. You know, you sometimes show your true colors, you show how you are at your worst when you're upset. You know, Carly still is a great person. I love her. She's so fun. And I want to hear more from her. So I did text her and ask her if she wanted to do a little interview. So hopefully she does. I'll keep you guys posted um, because she really... She really gave it her all, but Carly, girl, it just didn't work for you. So let me know your thoughts on Claim to Fame in the comments down below. If you guys are watching it, let me know your favorites and let me know 
what you guys think is going to happen throughout the rest of the season. Now let's get on to Charity's season of The Bachelorette. So episode one was last night. The show started giving us a background about Charity. She was in a relationship for six years with someone who cheated on her and disrespected her. And finally, she realized enough was enough. She is the youngest of four siblings. She grew up in Georgia. She is a child and family care healthcare professional. And she's really close with her siblings, specifically her brother, Nehemiah, who showed up night one to put a disguise on and be behind the bar to get all the tea on the guys to report back to Charity. Now, before we get into that, I do want to say I think Charity is really amazing and sweet. And I loved getting to know her a little bit more on last night's episode. And I'm excited for her journey. I really think that she deserves to find love. I think she's a sweetheart. I think she has a great personality. And I think she really is a great choice to carry this season. Now, back to her brother. Brother. I thought it was really cute to bring her brother in. Clearly, they have a close relationship. I love how her brother wanted to show up to support her. And whoever's idea it was to have him come, it was a great idea. It added a little bit of a twist to night one. It added a fun layer and a fun storyline. And it's also a really great way for Charity to know what's going on. There were conversations the guys were having with the bartender, just like we see in Bachelor in Paradise when the contestants tell Wells, the bartender, everything. So the, the guys were naturally telling stuff to... Um, bartender Nehemiah and he got the scoop and he went back to charity and told her that he thought Brayden was being a little overconfident and cocky but that didn't matter to charity charity still gave Brayden her first impression rose was he being cocky I don't know charity seems to like him and she likes that he was excited about meeting her and that's what charity wants she wants a guy that's you know all for her so all right I think that's great. Um, you know, clearly um, she doesn't listen to her brother, but what did her brother really say? Did her brother want to send Brayden home or was that kind of exaggerated for the show? We'll also probably see her brother later on in the season. So I'm looking forward to that. So she also kissed Aaron B. He was the first out of the limo. He seems to be a fan favorite and got a lot of airtime. So we definitely have to watch Aaron B. We have to watch Brayden. And then Xavier, he is important. He had a kiss with Charity, the first kiss of the night. So uh, got to keep an eye out for Xavier. He definitely seems to be one of the top guys as well. So if I had to say my final four, it would probably be Brayden, Aaron B., Xavier, and Joey. Guys, Joey is so handsome. He is from, he lives in Hawaii. He teaches tennis. I mean, Joey is going to be our crush this season. I feel like we're all going to have a big crush on Joey. Um, I saw a lot of other people saying that Tanner looks super handsome as well. Some girls were, you know, crushing on Aaron B. There definitely seems to be a few cute guys this season, but my personal favorite is Joey. I think he is so handsome and such a doll. Um, the single father I thought was really nice too. There seemed to be a lot of thoughts about Spencer. He had a bit of an awkward entrance. I've also seen a little bit of conversation online saying that he might be on the spectrum. I am not here to speculate about that. I think Spencer seemed really nice. He was really nervous when he was telling Charity um, about his son and how he is a single father. And I thought it was a really cute conversation to have. And, you know, clearly he was nervous. I don't think he's going to win. He'll probably go home next week. I thought it was great how open Charity was to being, to dating a guy with kids or a son. I mean, how could you not be? I mean, it's The Bachelorette. You got to give every single guy a chance. Spencer was really nervous to talk about that, but there's been plenty of single parents on the show before, and especially what Charity does in her profession. She works with families. She works with children. Of course, I think she would be open to dating someone who has a kid. Um, some other notes I had is that it was raining outside. What are the odds that it was pouring rain the entire night? What are the odds? 
Um, well, I don't have too many thoughts about episode one, just because it was kind of long. We were just meeting all of the guys. So it was a little boring at times, but you know, that's how shows are. It takes a minute to get excited and to learn everyone's name and to kick in. So that will be my recap here on YouTube of the day on Claim to Fame, on The Bachelorette, and on the new Bachelor Nation podcast host. What is up, everybody? And welcome back to my channel. I watched Claim to Fame last night for the first time for two reasons. One is because it was on before The Bachelorette. I was saying in another one of my videos that when it was on after The Bachelorette last season, it was just like time to talk about The Bachelor. Like we can't watch it, but I wanted to watch it because it was on before and because my friend Carly Reeves was on it. And I am so excited to chat with you about it. How are you doing? And thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me, Zachary Reality. I love reality TV. So, you know, we've been friends for a minute, but mm -hmm. I love your content. So you're awesome. But yeah, I'm I'm doing okay considering, you know, everything that's that's happened in the last 24 hours. Um, yeah, the comments are wild and like the hate that people are spewing. I'm like, some of them I hope are bots, but you know, we don't know this. So I'm like just I'm just saying, oh, they're bots, they're all bots, it's all fake. Yeah, well, you know what? Everyone has opinions based on the TV show. And, you know, you definitely gave us a pretty emotional breakdown at the end, which we're going to talk about. But I, like, love you so much. We've been friends for a few years, as you mentioned. So you told me you were going on the show a few weeks ago. You told me you had a famous relative. I didn't know who you were talking about at the time. And I also had no idea you were going to be the first one to go home. So what the <laughs> hell? Um, can you start by telling everyone how you're related to Tom Hanks? Yes. So my mom's sister is Rita Wilson, who's Tom's wife, of course. Mm. Um, you know, they were they got married when I was four years old. So like in 1988, I was four years old and I was like a flower girl in their wedding. So like he's been my uncle for like my whole life, even though it's not by blood. Um, he I, he might as well be blood because he's been married to Rita for so long. So mm. um, but yeah, he is. um you know yeah we so yeah I basically was married into him his family I, I guess yeah but uh well, yeah and then Rita you know people say I look like Rita I wanted to use Rita as my relative and they wouldn't let me like I just they, they just wanted it to be the bigger relative obviously it makes more sense so and that's fine I just I was like completely not prepared for what was coming my way <laughs> yeah I know I mean Tom Hanks is like a pretty big actor so like how what is your relationship with him and I know you're an actress as well so maybe tell us a little bit about what you do like has he ever tried to help you you know get different auditions or in your career in any way like what's your relationship like yeah no we're really cool um he's you know when we were when I was younger I would definitely see him more often you know we'd go on like vacations with the whole family we would go to Greece and we'd go to like Idaho and we'd have a lot of like um, family vacations and then as everyone got older like you know my sister had kids then Colin had kids and like we all kind of like are doing our own family things now <laughs> yeah. but we're still close I mean he's so hard to get a hold of because he's always traveling and doing stuff but um, he's always been supportive of like my acting career I was I've always been an actor ever since high school. I was like in plays and stuff. Like he used to come to my 
he even came to my class in high school once and like talked to my acting class. Like, so he's been like super awesome in that sense. Like he's supported me at all these performances that I've done like over the years, like little small theater productions, like he's Mm -hmm. come to and he'll be in the audience. And I'm like, Oh God, (laughs) you know, why is he here so yeah he's always been super supportive and um he's he's he, he's not the kind of person that's just gonna like throw you a bone and be like here's a role mm-hmm. go and like he wants to make sure obviously like that i'm i'm able to like pull off a role that he if he were to give me a role which no one's ever given anything anymore i had to audition just like everyone else but, you know, I was right for the role and he was also directing Larry Crown. So I was a, I had a little part in Larry Crown and um, it was a lot of fun. You know, it was just like I it, it wasn't like a huge role, but it was just something to like, you know, put on my reel. So he was like excited to help me put it on my reel. He's like, at least if you put that on, on your reel, like you should you should get some work, you know. So you're not so an like, epo baby. Sorry, you're not an epo baby. <laughs> No, uh-huh. no. Like, I don't have the last name. I mean, like, mm-hmm. Chet has the last name, and so does Colin. So everyone like knows them, you know. But I'm, I've always kind of done my own thing. I mean, I've worked my entire life as like a server, and mm-hmm. you know, have done anything I could to make some money. So I definitely did not grow up like mm-hmm. with a silver spoon in my mouth. Like I was yeah. like shopping at Payless with my mom who was a teacher, you know, like, so I wasn't like this rich kid with like a spoil. Everyone thinks I'm spoiled now after watching the show. So yeah. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so did you, Um, I want to know what his reaction was to you going on the show. Did he have one? Oh, his reaction was he, so I emailed him. I didn't actually talk to him, but I emailed him and I just told him all about the show. I said, you know, it's a really great, fun family show. Like, you know, it's, it's like a puzzle and we, we, there's clues. And I told him about the show. I sent him some links and I was like, yeah, and I think I'm getting cast by the way. <laughs> and, then, and then he just said like, Good, best of luck. You know, he just said, I, you know, I hope you win that money. And, you know, he was very like happy for me. And he just said, that's your choice. If you want to do a reality show, that's great. But like, you know, he was happy for me. Yeah. So, uh, he was just, you know, I, I, I don't know. He's not really in that world of reality mm-hmm. TV, at, like at all. So I don't know. But yeah. Rita loves the housewives and stuff. But <laughs> I don't yeah, know. If yeah. he's really- <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's so cool. Yeah. Well, going back to what we were talking about earlier, like I know you are a hustler because I've, seen, you know, I know you. Around, I know you from West Hollywood. You know, you used to work at Sir. You've done real estate. You are an actress. So tell me a little bit about what you were doing and how you ended up on Claim to Fame, like. Was this just for a fun experience? Is this exposure for your acting career? Like what was kind of um, the process? Yeah, honestly, I did not even know about Claim to Fame um, until my mom told me about it. She was like, did you, like, you should do try it out for this. And I was like, okay. I'm like, I guess it's, I, I mean, I qualify. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, that's one thing I got going for me, I guess. But um, I just, I've always loved reality TV, like, I mean, literally, I've I've been obsessed with the Housewives since day one. Bravo is like my comfort zone. I just mm-hmm. love all things reality TV. So when this show came up, I was like, this is going to be kind of exciting, like to really like see what it's like to be in a reality show. Like 
having the cameras follow you and stuff. I mean, yes, we all, I mean, I'm an actor. Of course I love a camera, yeah. you know, but like, I wasn't necessarily doing it to like promote my acting or anything like that. I, I really wanted to play the game. Mm -hmm. Like I was like competitive and ready to win it. And like, I just thought, you know, I did not get dealt a good hand. <laughs> it really went in my favor. Cause like, I just, yeah, I think it just fell apart from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, let's let's talk about it because, like I said, I was shocked too that you were eliminated first, and now I'm like, I don't even think I'm gonna watch it. But you got blindsided by your friend who was trying, who you tried to help. Like, how much of the show was you maybe giving away too much easy, like easier clues, or how much was just like alliances and friendships? At that point, there was no like alliances at that point because it, I it was the we were it filming for two days. And just in those two days, we we all became so close, you know, and you don't have phones. And so you're just like constantly talking to each other. And we laughed so much. It was so much fun. Um, like me helping Hugo, let's be honest, like I was only helping him so he wouldn't take me up there. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't know for sure if my theory about Monet was right. I was just like trying to be nice to him so he wouldn't call mm -hmm. me up like that was I was that was me trying to play the game and mm -hmm. I'm I'm gonna be like honest about that like so he did nothing wrong like I have absolutely no hard feelings towards okay. you at the time when I was like I helped you <laughs> I was just being dramatic I was just being like so I had to blame something or someone so I was just like you did this to me <laughs> I didn't think you would do this to me but like, no, I, yeah, it was not his fault. And I, I do think that the clues were just too easy, like right off the bat. The fact that I had to use Oscar as my truth was also something that I struggled with because I knew giving away Oscar was going to be a big, like, red, you know, that was going to yeah. be a big, like people could, because only, I feel like when you think of Tom Hanks, you or when you think of Oscar you think of Tom Hanks I mm -hmm. I don't know as amongst uh, many others but just like I don't know I thought that it was too obvious because I wished I used like one of his other awards like a AFI Lifetime Achievement Award or like um he has like a oh he has the Kennedy Honors like he has all these big awards that I could have used but Oscar was like technically the biggest one and I had to use that as my truth so or I could just make it as my lie and so I should have in hindsight like changed it to like either the gender and made it like my mom as the lie or I should have chose the I should have kept actor as my truth and done like a different award such as like you know a Tony or uh I don't know, an Emmy. But the thing is, is like Emmy's also true. So it's hard because he's won an Emmy. So I couldn't use Emmy as a lie. So it's yeah. like, uh, it was so hard. It was so hard. They because yeah. like even Emmy is a truth, it's also not his biggest award, you mm -hmm. know. So people would get confused if you play that game because it's just, yeah. Do so. you think that there was like producers like telling you which clues to do or like how much do you take responsibility for yourself going home based on the clues you gave or was it just bad luck? Half of, probably half and half. Like I should have not used, like I said, the, my two truths and a lie were all my choice. Yeah. And I just should have thought about that a little bit better. Um, 
And, you know, having the green bench as the first clue on the wall and the ping pong paddle right under that with a bubble gum machine right next to that with an astronaut and a typewriter and all these other things. I was like, that's a lot for my, for just one celebrity. <laughs> I was like, and now when I look back, no, now that I know some of the other cast and their celebrity relatives, I'm like, I don't even recall seeing a clue for your celebrity relative on the wall, but maybe that's just because I was, you know, only focused on mine. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, I do think they were pretty, they could have done like a trampoline from Big or like an, any kind of war thing, like an army suit guy, a military guy for Saving Private Ryan. I mean, there's so many other things that would have been more vague that would make people like think of other other celebrities and make it just make it a little bit harder mm -hmm. for you know because I thought it was just too easy yeah I mean you have to be really good to play this game to know a lot of celebrities like some people only know like their niches of celebrities whether they're into sci-fi or reality tv but like you have to be pretty well versed so you got to give yeah. credit because I don't even know if I would have known right off the bat too like it's easy in hindsight watching but it's like you really have to like pay attention and as you were saying like you were focused on your game and what you had to do and especially so early on you're not thinking about what you're, you're two steps ahead, but I guess other players were really smart. Who else did you feel like was really smart in the house? Like, who do you think is going to win? I'm, unless you already know, but who do you think is a one to watch? I know I do. I do already know, but I obviously can't tell you. Yeah. Uh, but um, I think they're all, the thing is, it's like, I only got to know them in the house and their game for like mm -hmm. two days. So it's like, I don't really know how everyone else's strategy plays out because I wasn't there but I, I do think that you know some people are lying obviously more than others and some people are playing the like truth game which is what I tried and trying to be nice to everyone so that no one throws them under the bus like I was really hoping I was gonna be like did you watch season one mm -mm. like a little bit okay well Simone Biles was uh her sister was on there right mm -hmm. everyone knew that it was her that her her who her relative was right and they kept her in the game though because in case they were to get called up they would use her as their layup to easy to get them out easily, or you know what I mean yeah so like I was hoping that that would be like the case for me I was like well maybe they want to keep me around a little longer so that you know I, I can you know they can then eliminate me later on mm -hmm. you know obviously I wasn't gonna win but I was like at least I could stay a little longer so that yeah. you can like me as your easy out <laughs> that's fair yeah um yeah. and you could have got more camera time let's talk about your epic meltdown now I know you so I'm laughing at it because I know you're dramatic I know you're quirky I know how upset you probably were because you were the first eliminated you were blindsided you know like it's a reaction it happens but there was a lot of comments online as you mentioned in the beginning of this chat so what did you think of your meltdown and looking back at it I know. Okay, so <laughs> the meltdown is like, I'm sorry, that's just classic Carly right classic there. Classic Carly. It's, it's like, I'm just, a, I'm, a, I'm a mess sometimes. I can be very, like, just uh, erratic, I guess is the word, or just like, I'm just highly emotional, really. And I think, and you know, I always think in like absolutes. I was like, I thought the world was ending at that moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was like, never again will I ever get to be on a reality show or like, you know, because that was my dream. Like, you know, yeah. you know, I, I wanted to be on Vanderpump Rules. Like, I, you know, I'm not going to be shy. I'm not going to lie about that. Like, I will take, you know, I will be the first one to admit 
yeah, I'm thirsty for reality TV. Like I, I'm cool with reality TV. And I just was so upset. And so like, and then it all, like at first when I was upset, it was more like sadness. And then it was like anger came in because I was like, how is this happening to me? I just got here. Like I packed eight suitcases eight? and I'm only, <laughs> okay, oh, not what? eight, maybe like six. There was like okay. six. But I was like, I packed so much clothes and I can't even wear my nice dresses on the show. Like I was, I was humiliated. I was mortified. I thought that I like played the game horribly. I was just mad for so many different reasons. And, you know, and then me saying I wanted more camera time was me just being like, I wish that I could like be on camera more, like yeah. be on the show more. I wanted to play more, you know, that's all I meant by that. I wasn't like, I'm a diva and I deserve camera time. It wasn't like that. It was like more like I deserve to stay because I feel like I'd be really good for this show. And I really wanted to do some like competition. Challenges. Yeah, like some eat bugs or like do whatever you know what I mean like play football or I don't know I always yeah. love those on the bachelor when they do their little activities and I'm always like those are so fun like I would love to do like a competitive you know mm -hmm. boxing match or something you know what I mean for sure so, and you'd yeah. be great like you have such a fun personality I think regardless if you're crazy like we want to see more of you and we want to root for you and I think that if you stayed on longer the audience would like fall in love with you over time because you're so much yeah. out of the gate I mean, what other show can we, you know, submit you for? Like, I like the competitiveness. So Big Brother, Traitors. Well, I'm also single, by the way. Ooh. Okay. Shoot so, your shot. You know, Light in. hit up the DMs. <laughs> um, so I'm thinking like Love is Blind is next. Ooh. I'm hoping. Okay. We're I would putting love it out Love there. is Blind or Married at First Sight. Like, I would get <laughs> married at first sight. Isn't that crazy? I would, would do, do it. That. You would. 39 like I need to do this yesterday gotcha. I need to get married you, that should have happened already so now I need to speed things up <laughs> that's a good one married at first sight and you can get married and pregnant within a few months I mean going on the bachelor you could do that too did you watch last night's episode of the bachelorette what did you think I actually didn't because I was just too I had I had people over and so we actually but I'm gonna watch it today for sure um but uh oh I was gonna say something what were you what were you, the, you were saying something before about the bachelorette or before that I think right before that ah uh, it's okay screw it we'll get there. Oh, okay um I was what were we I think, I think we were talking about the watch party I know watch party uh, screw it another show love is blind married at first sight love is blind married at first sight that's right okay so I was thinking like you know because the producers it's actually the same production company so I put it out there I was like I would do this for real like I would do love is blind I would do like married at first sight and I actually did apply this is what I was gonna say I did apply to be on the bachelor mm -hmm. in 2011 I think like when I was I was 30 so it was, Who like was nine the years guy ago. Ben Higgins oh my god and I got so far in the process I got so far I was literally the ne the next call was gonna be yes you're on the show or no you're not and because I went through all the like process of flying me to the hotel and doing the tests and all that 
I was literally ready to get cast and they said, no, sorry, we we just compatibility issues. And I was <laughs> like, okay. so I was, and that was another time I was like devastated. I thought I like lost my reality TV show. Chance. <laughs> Chance, <Would> you, yeah. <laughs> do you think you would have worked out with Ben looking back at it or like which bachelor would you want to date out of all the recent ones? Oh God. Oh, that's a hard one. I would want to date. I did recently meet Logan and he's really cute, but he's just so young. Mm -hmm. So I have to think of someone like older, like back in the day. Well, like Brad, Brad Walmack. He was like close or Ari. Yeah, he's definitely my type. That's, that's a guy that's definitely my type. Yeah. I, and I think Nick Vile's kind of cute, but like, you know. Oh, the Golden taken. Bachelor. Why don't you go on that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's for the seniors? the seniors? I know. My mom, my mom actually is applying to that because she's a senior. <laughs> okay, we need her on there and then you can do the hometown visit. I know, I know, right? That would um, be amazing. Back to claim of fame, I want to know what it was like with the Jonas Brothers, Frankie. Is it Franklin or Frankie and Kevin? What were they like? They're super fun. They're like super goofy. And like, yeah, Frankie is a, like really funny and they have a really interesting style. But it's not, <laughs> but it's not Joe and Nick, the two hottest ones. Did you feel like that? <laughs> I know. I, to be honest, I didn't even know there were four of them. I thought there were three um, of them. Well, Frankie is <laughs> the youngest one. He's like, 10 years younger than Nick, Joe, and Kevin, who were in the band. And it shows, and it shows. But I love them. They're great. Yeah, they're great. Just so young, and like, I'm like, ugh. I'm like, they have screaming girls all the time, like, screaming at them, and I'm just like, hey, okay. <laughs> For I'm sure. like, if they were, like, if they were like, sync was to me back in the day, I'd be freaking out. See, that's what I was with the Jonas Brothers. I grew up watching Cam Brock and listening to their music. So Joe and Nick, we all, we all loved them. Yeah. And Kevin. Yeah. But now Kevin gets his love. And this is a great show, Claim to Fame. I feel like it's going to be really successful. A lot of people are super into it. So I'm excited to watch it. Are you going to be watching the rest of the season? And what were your biggest takeaways from this? Yeah, I will definitely be watching the rest of the season. And um, yeah, my takeaway is just, you know, I, I know that I probably didn't come off as like the best, but like, it was real. That's all I can say is it was absolutely like my feelings. And I was, you know, acting like a, a having a baby, you know, yeah. meltdown. I just, yeah, I just had a meltdown. Like I was a baby. <laughs> just another Tuesday. Like who cares? Yeah, it's like, it's like when they take a toy away from you. And as a child, you know, you're like, you cry and you get mad and you're sad. And it's like, that'll happen. I'm just 39. It's totally yeah. normal. It's just Carly. Are you replying to like any of the comments? Are you trying to defend yourself online? Or are you just laughing at it? I'm laughing at it at this point. Cause it's like, if I did that, I'd be doing it all day. And like, no one wants to be like, wow, this girl's really into this. Like, I don't care. I'm like, I, yes, you're going to have your opinion. I just don't want it to look bad on my family, like on Tom and stuff, because obviously Tom didn't you know, it's not that he didn't want me to do it, but he didn't not want me to do it. You know, <laughs> he was in, he was indifferent. Yeah, he's just like, okay, if you want to, if that's your choice. You know, he's he can't say no, but he, you know, I, I'm sure if it was if he had known it was going to happen like this, he probably would have warned me and been like, you sure you can handle it? You sure you can handle it? Because I don't know, maybe I can't handle a little like rejection. You know, I, I felt rejected from the show. I was like, oh, nobody wants me here. Yeah. But, you know, it was just 
game. Well, you know what? You did your thing. You were authentic to yourself. You were competitive. You gave us a good show. Like you get kicked off the season. Like, honestly, you're here today. And I'm yeah. so glad that, you know, all of my listeners and any claim to fame listeners, you know, got to just get to know you a little bit more in this interview and hear about the show. And that's really all that matters. It was a cool experience. And I think you could just take away, you know, not, you know, when you get rejected, sometimes it's just not meant to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm grateful that I was able to do the show. Like I absolutely had the time of my life on those two days of, of, you <laughs> know, filming. I know the two days. And it's funny because it was two days. I was hoping that I would get at least an episode and a half, but it ended up being just one episode, but I'll come back at the end and I come back at the finale. So hopefully mm. they take me out to look not so crazy this time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll definitely stay tuned and maybe I'll have you back at the finale to talk about the season. Um, we'll have to yeah. see how it all transpires. Tell everybody where they can follow you and like, what do you have going on? Like any new roles, anything exciting? I know you're doing real estate still. So like plug yourself. Uh, yeah, I so yeah, my Instagram handle is it's Carly Reeves. So it's I-T-S-C-A-R-L-Y-R-E-E-V-E-S. Um, and I don't do Twitter, but my Twitter's Carly D Reeves, like as in Danielle, that's my middle name, but I don't really use Twitter. I don't know. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm just constantly working on random things. I, I do random like promo work. I do a lot of, um, now I'm doing some more commercials and like advertising and UGC content. So I'm trying to like push that right now that route so I'm trying to see if I can at least make some money doing that but it's really a hard road to go the insta you know the influencer route and trying to understand it all because I'm a little older <laughs> but you know and I'm still doing my property management and I'm still I'm taking on new clients for property management so if anyone needs um, a property manager for their Airbnb or for their you know VRBO or rental property anything short-term lease long-term lease I can help you out um yeah and uh you know you'll always you'll you might see me on like a luminous commercial too I, I do a lot of commercials for them which is that like skincare thing it's on yeah. infomercials late at night it's hilarious people see cool. me and they're like just saw you on an infomercial <laughs> well I <laughs> love yeah, that we'll see, we'll see what comes next I don't know we'll we'll have to stay tuned yeah, well, I'll leave your link down below. Everybody go give Carly a follow on Instagram right now. She was eliminated first. The least you could do is throw her a follow. And thank you for the meltdown. Don't don't act like you guys didn't enjoy it, okay? <laughs> exactly. Everyone has a meltdown. They just don't have 15 cameras on them at the same time, too. Yeah, and I have a... <laughs> I have a feeling we'll see another Carly meltdown on camera soon, but that's just, <laughs> just a little hunch. Well, thank you so much for joining and sharing with us, Carly. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. And thank you all so much for listening. Please be sure to give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel if you have not already. And we will see you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye.